0: It's me, Dr. Z with JB. In this episode, we snap our fingers and poof, we're all happy. Well, not really, but wouldn't that be nice? Today, John and I discuss the endless quest to be happy and why having a mood as a goal can actually make us feel worse. George Carlin would be so proud of us.
1: Uh, Welcome on in, everybody. Thanks for joining. It is... uh... Uh, well, it's not me, but that is uh, Doctor yes. Z. I am JB, and uh, this is so it's me with Doctor Z. Uh, of course, uh, we officially made it. We're actually twenty sessions away from being a real podcast. I don't know if you knew that or not. We're at thirty. Uh, 50 is like the the big boy. So we appreciate every. Uh, I ounce did not of, uh, know that. See, uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn lots of things tonight, uh, including our our mood states and uh you know i don't think it's how to achieve uh euphoria and nirvana but uh like when we are i guess uh, i'm gonna use the wrong terminology at first because this is normally what people say but to find happiness in our life to always you know find what uh, exactly we're gonna wake up every morning and feel great in uh, seven days a week 365 we're gonna feel great um, but that's not uh realistic uh first and foremost and that's what kind of tonight is about is just understanding what happiness is and uh, just do happy as uh dr yeah, I'm z trying is to find,
0: oh there we go Pin comment <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah perfectly there we go just do happy as uh um, I, I well we'll start uh, kind of immediately there dr z happiness is kind of we were talking uh, uh, about this before we came on it's more of a a batting average of happiness is kind of, kind of what we're looking Correct. for in life too, right? Yes. So explain yes. that to us here.
0: I can't explain batting average, but I can explain it in terms <laughs> of psychology service. <terms. laughs> yeah, batting average, exactly. That's exactly yes. right. Now explain it. No. Um, so, <laughs> so, all right. So one of the things that routinely happens, and for those of you that have been in therapy, I'm sure this is something that you've said. We all do this. But when my patients come into my office or my, my, my virtual space, <laughs> um, you know, when I ask them what their goal is, it's usually some sort of emotion goal. It's usually mm-hmm. something like, I just want to be happy. I want to be happy like the people I see in the grocery store or, you know, I just, I don't want to be anxious
1: People in the don't you start happy? Yeah, right. Let Thank me tell you.
0: you, this social referencing that goes on where people say, I just want to, all these people are smiling. I just want to be happy like them. And I'm thinking, you know, and I say to them, how many people smile that are absolutely miserable? <laughs> all of them. All,
1: all the time. We yeah. all smile.
0: We all smile, right? So your facial expressions, yeah, they can kind of indicate your mood. But let me tell you something. Just because someone's smiling in no way, shape, or form, does that mean that they are happy? They may be... They may feel good in that moment. They may be smiling in that moment. But generally speaking, is somebody happy all the time, that's why, that's why it's such a tricky goal to have because, you know, we were talking about this. I can't look at my day today and think of a, think of multiple specific times where I was happy, right? But mm-hmm. I can look at my day holistically, you know, and say and reflect on it and say, all right, I had a decent day today. and And- that's more of the goal than this permanent mood state of happiness, Mm -hmm. because that is just one emotion out of so many that we experience as human beings. We can't just select one emotion just because it feels good. That's not the human experience, right? The human experience is experiencing all the emotions that come up for you at any given point in time. And the goal is to be able to sit with them not judge them feel them mm-hmm. experience them and let them pass all of them so it's about living a fulfilled life and feeling these range of emotions so if you walk into my office and you say my goal is to be happy i always joke and say well me too let's how are we going to do let's figure <laughs> this out <laughs> right um but part of it is the idea of these abstract concepts i want to be happy i don't want to be anxious mm-hmm. Happiness to me can look so different and probably does, you know, compared to what you view happiness as, what you think mm-hmm. happiness is. A bowl of spaghetti um,
1: and me being in it at, you know, at least for an hour a day.
0: Correct. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. so you know, you, you want to you look at it as, okay, I define happiness as I want to be playing tennis, right? Like I mm-hmm. want to... Um, have all my work done in a timely fashion, right? Mm. I want, you know, my kids to give me hugs. Um, I want to, I don't know, have my house clean. You know, like little stupid things, but right. the culmination of which will make me feel better, right? But does it create a permanent mood state of happiness? Absolutely not. And it's mm. a very unrealistic goal to have. And it's not pessimistic, right? It's, it's, what ends up happening is, and there's a great book called The Happiness Trap. But this, this view that we have in our society to obtain happiness, oftentimes the behaviors that we engage in to obtain this unrealistic permanent state of happiness is what actually makes us less happy.
1: It's I'm because you're... You, My tennis buddy is on
0: here. No. <laughs> she said he tennis.
1: <laughs> well, and that's, that's kind of like that same escalator of pressure we would put on ourselves like why am i happy yet i've tried to do all these things and i thought i was happy and it sounds like if you're one of those people that is doing that or not achieving that happiness you're probably not defining it right you're not going through and saying this is what happens.
0: yes you're not defining it but you're also not sitting with all the other emotions that come up for you Mm -hmm right? You're probably doing things to avoid them because they're not happiness. So if you feel mm-hmm. anxious, maybe you're drinking. If you feel embarrassed, maybe you're socially isolating yourself because you're doing all these things because people think that happiness is the absence of sadness, the absence of fear, the abs- and, and it's not. It's not the absence of anything. It's just a totally separate emotion. So mm-hmm. people think that if they avoid feeling scared, if they avoid feeling sad, then they'll be closer to happy. And that's that trap we get into because oftentimes our behaviors that we engage in to avoid feeling bad are often mm-hmm. negative behaviors like drinking or using drugs or spending too much money or burying yourself in your work, right? Or mm-hmm. you know, not eating healthy or whatever, binge eating. Um, and these things we use to avoid feeling bad because we think that that's gonna make us happier. But it doesn't make us happier. It actually makes us feel worse. And what will mm-hmm. make you feel better is just to feel all of these emotions for what they are when they come up.
1: Yeah. And if, if it sounds, you know, even a little silly, it's like, oh, man, I, I can't think about that happiness or whatever. Well, imagine if you reverse that and even said, uh, I want to be angry all the time. You know, it's just kinda of like, well you can't. that's absurd too. And you can't. It's it's yes. hard to be just be angry or just be Correct. happy or anything because of like you said, the range of emotions you go through in a day. Correct. You know. And uh somebody I always looked up to who just said, Man, if you think and you cry and you laugh, that's a long day mm-hmm. in a day. Like so those are those are probably happening uh, you know, a lot of times in our lives and we need to need to make sure that again, you know, we are heading towards those new goals those well as you kind of even said this to me it's it's almost like you you're trying to find new experiences yes. f- for the most part right that's right. that's trying to achieve your happiness here
0: yeah so one of the things that you that you want to do is you know if i say to everybody all right i'm going to i'm going to snap my fingers and when i snap my fingers mm-hmm. i want everybody to be happy <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Hey. All right. Um, and, you know, why aren't we all of a sudden ecstatic? And what does that even feel like? How do we even know if you're happy, right? Like literally how are you – am I happy right now? I think I am. But w- compared to what? I don't, I don't really know. I mean I feel good, mm-hmm. but am I ha- – I don't know. But the reason why, you know, this, this concept of just obtaining this mood state as our goal doesn't work is because, A, we have to define it. Do we even know what to do to get to that state? And, and B, you can't just think an emotion into existence. You can't just hope to feel a certain way and snap your fingers and feel that way. You know, that's why when people say, oh, get over it or just be happy, just be positive. It's like you, it doesn't work like that. But if you engage in a behavior that's in line with something that you value, and we'll get to that, in line is something that, that makes you happy, now you've given yourself a new experience mm-hmm. to draw upon. Now you've given yourself a new experience to say, oh, okay, well, I feel good about that, so now that's going to affect my mood. It's going to affect the way I think about myself. But if I just sit on my couch and wonder why I'm not happy and try to think my way into happiness, but I don't change any of my behavior you have no experience to draw upon, none. And you end up in your head.
1: And those things can be, you know, I feel like when we say new experience, it's always just like, ooh, something I've never done before or something I've never, you know, even thought about doing. And it even doesn't necessarily have to be that, right? I mean, it's, it's no, whatever it, you want it, it to be.
0: It's whatever, and quite frankly, I mean, if you're if you're not feeling so great, right? Like even if you're not clinically depressed, but you're just kind of feeling blah, right? It's winter, it's cold, it's just gross and any of you that are in California right now, whatever,
1: <laughs> or Florida,
0: <laughs> like but, um but you know, even if you're just kind of feeling blah and lethargic and unmotivated, it's really difficult to just like tackle some new task that you think is going to make you happy. It's really Tough. So, you know, and I always tell people start with something either that you're already doing and work to maintain it, because that's hard too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or pick something that you enjoy, like with cooking, was the example we were using, and maybe cook one more meal a week, or maybe try a different recipe, or try a different style of cooking, or, you know, something. Use different ingredients. Take something that you're already doing and modify it. Because a lot of times when people say like, oh, you know, somebody put on here, do what makes you happy. You may not know what makes you happy, right? <laughs> you, you may be in a situation where you never even thought of that for what, a million different reasons why. Um, you have to figure out what makes you happy, not what people tell you would make you happy. So if somebody said to me, you know, uh, you know why don't you just go to the gym, go work out, you'll feel better. I don't, I don't, I hate the gym right? So <laughs> yeah. so if I think that going to the gym is supposed to make me happy, so I go to the gym and I come home and I'm like, well, that did not do anything. That kind of contributes to that trap of, well, I did something healthy and I'm still not happy. You need to define what happiness is for you. You literally have to write out what are the things that I need to do that would lead to a more fulfilled, happy life. And if you come up with things like You know, um, I need to love myself more. That's horrible too. I can go in a whole rant about that. Yes, you need to have self-compassion, but you don't need to love yourself in order to do things that are going to make you happy. And I know there's people on here that are like, what the hell is she talking about? But love yourself after. Like you can't just snap your fingers and love yourself when you're not doing behaviors that are in line Mm -hmm. with what you value that are then making you feel good. You feel like crap. So I always tell people, do the things that are in line with what you value, and we'll talk about how to define them. But once you do those things and you give yourself a new experience to draw upon, then you start to feel a little bit better. Then that self-love, would, and who the hell, I don't even know what that means, but self-love, <laughs> right? Um, you know, then you can kind of get towards that. But you can't just automatically self-love yourself. I, honest to God, I don't, and I'm a psychologist. I have no idea what self-love means. Like, what?
1: Yeah, I what, think people what, just kind of... What is just that? Say that as like That's a, my point. Don't put yourself down, and that's the replacement for it. Okay, but-,
0: but do you know how many times I do something and I'm like, God, you're such a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. what, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like I still, I, you know, I think self-love also is not the absence of sadness, Mm Self-love is not the absence of feeling like an idiot. Mm -hmm. Self-love is accepting yourself for all that you do, all that comes up for you, all your experiences. I I just, I I really caution people to use those terms. And I know, I know people are going to say like, you know, she's out of, you have to self-love and that's so harsh. I'm not saying don't love yourself. I'm saying define what the hell that means.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's, how
0: will you know you're loving yourself? What do you need to do?
1: Exactly, and and if it's like a, a, a something that you're kind of even you kind of said that perfectly. Like I get down on myself all the time in in yeah. those little small moments because, like, of course. of course, but I don't. I'm not also going, ah, you know, like I'm not staying in that mood state. It's just like, hey, let's snap right. out of it. And, and why aren't you is,
0: why aren't you staying in the mood state? Because no mood state impossible. is permanent, correct? right? My, but Pam Bell, who is also a psychologist, she's on here somewhere. She's my tennis buddy, and she understands this. There, and she's seen me. Mm-hmm. If I miss a shot, if I do something stupid, let me tell you something. In that in that moment, I'm not self loving myself, <laughs> like at all, in the least bit, right? Like at all. But but that that's part of like. There's nothing wrong with that, right? There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with thinking like that was horrible i can't believe you did that like the goal isn't to not have that experience the goal is to be able to acknowledge you're having that experience allow yourself to have it and move on with it whatever you know but staying stuck in it when people try to like kind of deal with this self-love they they get stuck because they Mm -hmm. we don't no one's defining what that means for them so let's talk a little bit about uh, self-love self-love let's not talk self-love Let's talk about how to define like what happiness is, what self-love is. It's going to be different for every single person, right? So when people say I want to be happy, I have them picture kind of this umbrella and happiness is written on the umbrella, right? Mm -hmm. And underneath the umbrella, you need to list all the things that are indicative of happiness to you, right? Some people may say owning a dog. Okay. Some people may say, um, playing tennis three times a week or lifting weights three times a week or eating four healthy meals a week. Those are things that you can say, did I do it? Yes or no. It's definitive. It's, it's, it's not subjective. You can count it. It's tangible. You can see it, you know, if you did it. And so if you check off all those things, if you look at, again, that umbrella of happiness, are you doing more things or not that get you kind of to that umbrella of happiness? Well, yes, you are. And those individual behaviors, notice there's nothing about mood in any of them. Mm -hmm. But if I do all those things, or at least three quarters of those things, I'm doing things in line with what I value, it's gonna make me feel better about myself self-love, whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to make me feel better. And it's more likely that I'm going to do those things again because I like the way I felt and it's taking you in the right direction. But if I don't define what happiness is and I'm just waiting to feel better or I'm doing things that I think are supposed to make me happy or supposed to, but they don't cause they're not in line with what I value. You, you're it it's not going
1: to get it way. out of there. <laughs> right. It's get not it, going to do thing. anything. Yeah. It's
0: going to keep you stuck. And it's actually going to do the exact opposite that you want it to. And that's that trap.
1: Yeah. And the umbrella is a great way to kind of start out doing that. Um uh And as you're even saying that, because this is, if you're an analytical person and you do need to put a number on this for any particular reason on I mean, you can. That's how analytics and sports were essentially created. You're you're putting everything that you exactly. value. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you put you're putting everything that you value under this umbrella and maybe you want to get nitpicky after the umbrella. Maybe you wanna line that up so it's like, you know. Okay, this this quadrant of the happiness chart is this 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 and this and over here and over that, and you could come up with a number and be like, yeah, you know, last week I was only pulling a six in happiness, and I need to work on this this and that. Maybe I'll add some new experiences and make that a nine. You can get as nerdy or as light as you want with this thing, but make sure it's defined. Yes,
0: and and know, here is the thing: if you look at it, let's just look at it, just black and white, right? Yeah. You have two choices. You can mm-hmm. either try to be happy by doing nothing and just waiting to be happy and trying to get to this goal of this permanent mood state, or you can define what happiness looks like, write down what those specific factors are, achieve them as best as you can, and gravitate slowly towards this, I, you know, this construct of happiness. Those are your two choices.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and people say, well, like, it's more than just doing behaviors. Correct, it is. But if you don't do them, and you just sit here and wait, and you don't change anything, mm-hmm. and it's not like you have to change stuff because what you're doing is wrong, but if you just sit there and wait, I mean, what, you're still not going to achieve. Let's say a wave of happiness overtakes you. It, it's still not going to stick. It does, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like people you- say, I just know you should feel happy. You should just feel Either way, you're not going to feel permanently happy. I would much rather not be permanent, permanently happy by doing things that at least make me feel good about myself and confident in myself than just sitting there waiting for it to happen.
1: Yeah, because that's a... Um, <laughs> well, we appreciate that, Josh. Thank you for, for tuning in there. Uh, but that's part of exactly, like not moving one way or the other is you're just going to stand still. That's That's just part of... You know, if you're expecting something to just kind of get uh, handed to you at the at the door, and that's your strategy, that's fine. But know that your happiness is probably not going to come ever, or for a long time, or you're going to be the luckiest person on earth. Or, you know, I, I or don't know and here's the
0: thing too: if you don't define what happiness means for you, you're also going to miss out when you actually are happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not going to know that that this makes you feel better about yourself. So you're not even really like it it goes both ways like if you don't define what makes you happy you're not even gonna- know, you're not even gonna know how you feel i mean on a, again mm-hmm. on a day to day basis when I look at my day to day right, I can tell you what I did I can tell you overall I had a good day, but I can also tell you that I'm absolutely exhausted. I can tell you that it's freaking cold outside. I can tell you that mm-hmm. you know I'm behind on my work, so am I unhappy like You know what I'm saying? I just think using mood words are just so, um, they're just very, they're, they're, they get you into trouble. They're just, (laughs) yeah, like, they just get you into trouble.
1: Yeah. It's You know how we always are saying, like, feelings aren't facts. It's the same thing here. There's nothing yeah. factual about, like... Nothing. And I feel this way or that. Great. What are we doing about that feeling? And what and what is... You, how are we defining that? And, and yeah. if you
0: think about it, like, like if... if okay, so happiness, it's a word, right? The word happy. Mm-hmm. If you say the word happy 50 times over, it starts to lose its meaning. It starts to sound like a weird jumbled bunch of letters, right? And this is a whole different... This is, like... <laughs> therapy like like it's relational for it's language stuff it's like not even relevant but if you think about happiness right and what it actually is you you can't like there you you can't actually you don't even know it's a you feel good great okay but like
1: can feel good about a
0: lot of things. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like what? Okay, so you you're trying to chase after this thing that you don't even know how to identify it. You don't even know mm-hmm. what it is. It's just we've in society we've come to look at mood states as these tangible objects. They're oh, not, yeah, very
1: much so. Yeah. They're
0: not tangible objects. They're they're fluctuating, fleeting moments in time that we have mistakenly taken and, and, and like look at as this goal to achieve, it's, Mm it's totally unrealistic and it gets us into trouble. And, you know, I know that there's, you know, don't get me wrong. There's very many schools of thought on this and not all psychologists, therapists are going to look at it like this, right? Mm -hmm. I tend to be more behavioral in my approach. I tend to be more mindfulness based in my approach, but I just, I know that when you try to achieve a mood state, by thinking about it or hoping for it and not actually changing the experience around you, you're going to get stuck. Mm -hmm. You don't know what happiness means. You don't even know what it feels like. And I guarantee you, if I had everybody write down what happiness feels like, they're going to think, right. But I guarantee you, if if I really made you write down what happiness feels like or think Mm -hmm. about happiness, you're going to come up with one isolated event that made you feel happy. Nobody is going to come up with anything different. If I say, "Okay, Jamie, describe happiness to me." Happiness when I had my kids. Yeah. So that's a definitive point in time, right? Or like what kicking back in the
1: bleachers, watching the Cubs win exactly. the World Series in the beer or whatever. Correct. Yeah, it's yeah. a
0: very specific moment mm-hmm. in time. So why on earth would you think that happiness is this? broad construct. It's not you're going to think about one identifiable time because that moment made you happy, but the next moment maybe switched to something else. Mm. It, it's just it 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 doesn't make any sense and people just get so stuck in this and it's it's t- exhausting. For oh, them, yes. it's exhausting, it's tiring.
1: It's and it's the same thing with any mood state that you that you really are trying to achieve or like you know we were even saying it's it might not be Maybe you've defined happiness as, like, falling in love. Okay, well, you need to kind of take that a step further, too. What is falling in love? Correct. What does that mean for you? Like, what, is, Correct. what does healthier mean? You know, like, it's just such a broad, a broad thing. You want to make sure it's, it's defined, it's achievable. Uh, and also that it's, you know, like, and how does, how does a lot of this stuff in the way that we're trying to think of happiness, how can does that also contribute to our anxiety and depression?
0: Because, you know, again, like that, that happiness trap, that, that concept, that book that I'm talking about in your effort to only feel happy, Mm -hmm. you engage in behaviors that help you to avoid feeling other emotions that you don't want to feel because they're not happy. Anger, sadness, Mm -hmm. fear, all of those things. The more you avoid feeling sad or feeling bad or feeling anything other than happy, you may get temporary relief of not feeling that emotion, but all it does is make it come back stronger and louder and convinces your brain and yourself that you can't handle situations, that you're not equipped to handle those situations. So, you know, you may not want to discuss the argument that you just got into with your friends because it's making you Mm -hmm. anxious. I don't want to feel anxious. I'm just going to ignore it, ignore it, ignore it because I need to be happy and being anxious means I'm not happy. I mean, you know, there's only so long you can do that before you, 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 you start to go in the opposite direction. The more behaviors you engage in that are avoidant in nature, the more at risk you put yourself for anxiety and depression, period, end of story, because mm-hmm. those behaviors are taking you away from the things that you value. And anytime things go in the opposite direction of what you value, you put yourself at higher risk for anxiety and depression,
1: period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes a, a a lot of sense uh and especially with you know is a, a couple of folks are asking in here too yeah again i, I think this is a, exactly goes to your point feeling satisfied is that what should we be uh, you know
0: no, no, for? I mean, should it's you the same, be
1: is happiness a goal thing. you're like what is sa- what that what is, sat-
0: what is satisfied right? and how long are you satisfied for if i like I don't know. I could buy a new pair of shoes. I'm satisfied for a day. And then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, or my kids, I buy them a toy. They're <laughs> satisfied for five minutes. And then I find it under my couch and it's never looked at again. Right. <laughs> or I win a tennis match and I feel satisfied. But then like the next day I play like crap and I lose. So mm-hmm. I, again, satisfaction is a mood based goal. You, sh- you should never have moods as goals. You need to have tangible behaviors that you can say, did I do this? Yes or no. And the more Mm -hmm. of those behaviors you have, then yeah, the more satisfied you'll be, but it gives you that flexibility rather than, okay, I attained satisfaction. Now what? Mm -hmm. How do I maintain satisfaction? You always and forever, you can. The goal is to be able to navigate the flux, the fluctuation of your emotions, not to sit in one forever.
1: Yes. (laughs) And there's going to, there should be a lot of those, you know, in your day to day, in your week to week, in your month to month, into year to year. And it's a lot of the times that's what I just like to say. It's more or less about handling the swings, you know, yes. and that's that's a lot of what our, our life goals is, is being able to handle those swings. And listen, if you are, are at a point in your life where every new experience you have is ultimately satisfying, don't stop. Do right. not stop. If it's not, right. if it's, your relationships are great. They, 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 where you are, where you want to be, you're making the money you want to be. And you're challenging yourself every day to do this, that, and the other, then you're, that's when you know you're yes, satisfied. However, you have right. defined it. Right. Absolutely. Right. And, and, it, and it, that
0: could fluctuate. It could change immediately. I mean, you could, you could have mm-hmm. a crappy day. You could get into a car accident. You could like lose your mm-hmm. wallet. Yes.
1: You just, done that. You twice know, today, like- by the way. <laughs>
0: Like, like, you know, and then here's where the depression and anxiety come in. If you define happiness as like perfection, right, mm-hmm. and let's say that you lose your wallet twice, you're going to feel horrible about yourself and then you kind of go yep. in the opposite direction, the anxiety, I can't, I can't do anything right, you know, so that's why it's, again, it's very dangerous to have that. And somebody, somebody said on here too, um, and this is a really valid point, you absolutely 100% can feel two moods at once. Oh, yeah, right. you can be anxious 12. and happy keep- yeah, twelve yeah. right you can be yeah. anxious and happy, but again, even feeling anxious and happy okay, but you won't you won't be able to keep feeling that constantly and forever, so mm-hmm. it really needs to be goal based and in line with the things you value and start looking at it from that standpoint rather than trying to attain this. I mean, g- happy. I, literally, I have no idea what it means. I really don't.
1: <laughs> it's, when you put it like that... That, it, that psychologist really... has
0: no idea what happy is. <laughs> <laughs> she sucks. No. Don't go to her. You
1: sure? She, she licensed? <laughs> uh, uh,
0: Come on, but that, but happy. But you, the way you've
1: put it is perfect, because, like, I can't define it now. And you, w- you would never think to be like, oh, yeah, happy is a very definable thing. I know what that thing is. No. And it kind of reminds me. I told uh, Dr. Z this, too. Reminds me of George Carlin, because he always had that famous joke of, like, never in my life I've been both fine and dandy at the same time. Sometimes I'm fine. Other times I'm dandy. Never am I fine and dandy together. It's not, you know, it's like part of the, part of the human language that he wants to get rid of. But even an example from today of how, like, sometimes ridiculous emotions are, like, I'm going through it. I can't remember a fucking thing from second to second. Correct. And it drives me crazy. I hate it. I want to get rid of it. That's why I said it as like, Carrie, get rid of this for me. Like, I just yep. want to remember where my headphones are. I'm yep. so sick of this thing. Yep. And you're going like, well, oh, yeah, dumbass, that's on you. Like You've, got to, you've got to define Correct. not losing things and start your checklist, just like Dr. Z was saying there.
0: Exactly. exactly.
1: You can't just throw, throw phrases out there and expect things to be better. Like, I've, I've continued to lose things for months now, and I've said the same things all the time. And it's because I'm not, like, setting up any parameters whatsoever where, like, okay, I'm not going to forget to lose things, and here's how I'm not going to do that.
0: Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Right. You know, again, yeah, if we all could just think our way into feeling better, we'd be in great shape. If we could mm-hmm. all be happy all the time, we'd be in great shape. But what puts us in great shape, being able to tolerate and manage uncomfortable emotions, uncomfortable situations. We are not defining how we are doing in life by the frequency of how happy we are. Cause I don't even know what that is. It's the, your mm-hmm. ability to tolerate, manage, move through uncomfortable shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Anna with a, with I think a great like last question here is it's a it's a perfect reminder of, of where we kind of need to start and be how can we find out what we truly value though and and that my friends is probably going to take a little bit of time a long bit yes. of time however so fast you can write these things down oh oh which, in my which, book
0: that's coming out you can pre-order now on Amazon it's called Find Your Calm um, mm-hmm. it's a anxiety management workbook and there's a very specific section in there that teaches you how to define your values, what that looks like and the steps to go about doing that. So, um, yeah. And, and you that know, is coming a, out
1: April 12th, April 12th,
0: April 12th. Um, you know, it, it helps you kind of define your values, but it, it is a rule of thumb in your day to day. You ask yourself, is what I'm doing right now at this very moment taking me closer to the things I value or further away? And if it's taking you further away from the things that you value, it's more likely than not an avoidant behavior. It's more likely than not trying to push away some emotion you don't want to have. And it's putting you more at risk for anxiety, depression, and stress and relationship issues and all of that. If the, what you're doing in the present moment is taking you closer to the things that you value, which may often be the more uncomfortable thing okay because a lot of times the Mm -hmm. things that bring us closer to our values are more uncomfortable because they're not avoided in nature it involves having to sit with your shit if you are doing things that are in line with what you value chances are it's the healthier option it's the healthier Mm -hmm. behavior that's going to take you to feeling more fulfilled in your life not happy more yes
1: more definitely more fulfilled and the only thing I'll add on top is that it's, it can be a lot of trial and error, and that's okay. It's what you're It's what you're doing it for. It's you're like, life. I've, <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. have <I'm> like, I, <laughs> hey, I thought I valued being on the radio. Uh, I don't anymore. You know right. That's just kind of like, oh, nice. wow, can move that box off of here and put this other nice one on? That's great. Correct. You know? And sometimes you just forget what you think you – and like Dr. Z has exactly said – It should, it should bring you to an uncomfortable state of like, wait, I totally value this. But uh, yeah. (laughs)
0: hey
1: Tennis keeps you guys fulfilled. That is very right. Uh, I wish it it did for me. It just, uh, maybe one day you you take me out to the court and just kick my butt and just, that'd be fun. Let's see if I value tennis. I
0: I will do that. (laughs) I will do that.
1: uh well again uh, thank you to everybody tuning in uh live here and you can catch us um every uh, monday night in between 7 45 and 8 30 let's call it so be sure to be, <laughs> be be we'll sure. be on at some point we'll
0: let you know <laughs> yes yes uh
1: that's part of the mystery and um uh you can always follow uh, dr z at dr z underscore psychologist uh dr z psychologist uh, on the twitter.com and uh, same with me, at John Barchard on Instagram, and uh, right here on the Twitter.com as well. Uh, make sure that you are subscribing and following to the podcast if you have not been doing so already, because there is, like I said, we're, we're going through, a thir- it's our 30th session now, and uh, plenty oh, nice. of uh, topics to, to hit on. So uh, we, uh, we are aiming towards 50, and we really appreciate your support in doing this as well. So, uh, doctors, anything else before we go?
0: I don't, think so. So I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. that um, if people are listening to this and they feel uncomfortable, then we did our job.
1: Honestly. Yes.
0: Yes. So, truly. And, you know, because it's, this is a definitely a different way to look at things. And oftentimes it's a way that people really don't want to
1: hear. Sorry, yes. but
0: it's, it is what it is.
1: You can, uh, you can perpetually be in no mood forever. Impossible, Correct. happy, Correct. angry, Sad matter otherwise. That's it's right. just uh, it's just the flow. So we But
0: you can have as many experiences that will put you towards a happier, more fulfilled life that you can have.
1: Yes. Nice. So uh, what she's saying is is bring the spaghetti, bring the pool, and I'm ready for my fulfillment every single day of jumping into one. <laughs> uh thank what's you. that
0: from? What's that movie is that from?
1: Oh, it's from uh, uh, Patch Adams.
0: Thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, Good the call. little old lady. Once yes. flow around and some the wedding, she's from the Wedding Singer. That's
0: wedding right. Singer, right. She
1: defined her happiness. She just, just to, you know, and it could be as yeah. simple as sitting, sitting at home too. By the way, you can be exactly. happy with that, and that's what you value. So Correct. we value you being here. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.